that was the first sign. I'm getting goosebumps talking right now. That was the first sign of encouragement that I needed that I got this. It's going to work for me. And even though I was in a shame spiral right after I hit post, it was like, what am I doing? I got to take this thing down. I was able to feel through their sharing back that this was going to be an important message, that I would have to raise myself up and continue to be the leader that I knew I was, but I was hiding from my own calling. So how do you turn your business into an actual brand? Well, my name is Bijal Patel, and I've had 13 years of corporate experience working at big Fortune 500 companies, and I'm taking all of that juicy firsthand experience and have brought it into my company launch. Within this podcast, you're going to learn about branding, vision, identity, mindset, and how to scale your business to the next level. So let's go ahead and own your brand. posting on social media. So this is not for everyone who's out there and has their brand on and popping. I want to talk to my audience who's like, hey, I love what you do, Bijal. I follow all these big people, but I have no idea how to get started. So I wanted to film an episode just to give value. I don't exactly serve this market. So this is my value. I'm giving back. It's freaking December. Let's go Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you believe in is around the corner. And I want you to understand that we all started somewhere. So one of my favorite quotes that Jen Gottlieb says, and I think it's her original one, is don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. And I just want you to know, when I'm filming right now, it's December of 2023, and I started my journey of posting on social media and creating my own personal brand and doing organic marketing in literally March of 2020. So it's been three and a half years. And so if you look at me now, not only do I post every day, multiple times a day, I'm on Facebook personal page. I have a Facebook group. We have a CEO fan page. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. You're just going to be like, oh my God, I can't do this. But that's contrary because you're comparing your chapter one to my chapter 10. And I'm not even anywhere near where Jen Gottlieb is. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to get there. In order for you to start, I want you to understand some principles. So let's talk about three principles. One, pick your favorite platform that you like to post. A lot of times people will end up being like, I should go on LinkedIn because business owners live there. But then they hate LinkedIn. Don't do that. Just go where you like to be. There's plenty of business owners that are on LinkedIn. They're also on Facebook and they're also on Instagram. They're also on Twitter. They're everywhere. So these people exist everywhere, okay? You don't have to stick with the platform. If you like something, you're more likely to do it. The second thing is, only pick one platform. So a lot of the gurus like, you know, Hermosis, Ed Milet, Gary Vee, they have normal people confused. Hey, should I be omnipresent? You can't be omnipresent yet because we don't have you singularly present. So that's a recipe for failure. If you've ever done what I've done before, which is like wake up on January 1st, decide you're going to get skinny and healthy and you're going to start working out every single day. I know I've done that like a bajillion times. I decide I'm going to start working out and it's going to happen on January 1st. I'm going to do it every single day and I do it for like seven days and then it completely falls apart. Same thing happens when you try to be omnipresent too fast. So we want to focus on one platform. Pick your favorite platform and post one time a day. 
And then from there, the questions you'd probably have is like, well, what type of like, what type of format should I have? Should I do long form? Should I do short form? Should I do reels? Should I do stories? Should I make a Facebook group? And the answer is, it doesn't matter. You can literally pick whatever you want to pick. I don't recommend starting a Facebook group off the bat. That is one of those labor of love things. So I would hold on that for at least six months until you get this on and going and that you find your cadence here. But pick any format that you want. And I would actually encourage you to try them. Go live, try stories, try reels, try short form where you use those little post-it notes on Facebook. Or if you're on Instagram, you know that you can use graphics or you can use a selfie picture. If you're on Instagram, your reels do not need to be perfectly edited. You don't have to be all fancy with like the graphics and the animations that you're gonna see on mine because I literally have, my video team is here. Hey guys. They're literally in the background. I got two guys with two cameras and a light who come to my house on a weekly basis. You and a mic. Yeah, he said and a mic. You don't need that, okay? So the client recently asked me to say, hey, do I need to have a team that comes over and does this? And should I spend all this extra time adding in the B-roll and stuff and effects? And I'm like, no, because that's not authentically a part of her brand. So you can literally use this app that I love. It's called Captions. I don't get anything for it. Just like go look it up captions app and it'll just auto put in the captions for you. So easy. If you can just do that when you film a reel and do captions, you're good to go. So no fancy effects needed. I actually find that people like me more raw just as the way I am. Like I'm just wearing like a Dan Martell SAS Academy shirt. And, you know, we designed this awesome branding for Roof Camp, a client of mine, Dave Taggart, his event brand. And I'm just wearing what I had on. Actually, I didn't even change. You can just authentically show up as you are. And then the third piece of advice is if you fall off the wagon, know that it's expected. It's okay if you don't post on Sunday and you're busy. The most important thing, just like fitness and working out, is to get back on the wagon. What's going to happen throughout this process is when you pick one platform, you post every day and you don't fall off the wagon and stay there. You get back on. What's going to happen is after 30 days of doing this, you're going to start to find your cadence. After 60 days of doing this, you're going to start to find that you're starting to build a following. After 90 days of doing this, you're going to let go a lot of the fear you have and the self-judgment of who liked what, and you're gonna start being able to explore with your messaging more. So if you're first starting out, I recommend that you talk about the business about 20% of the time, and you can talk about yourself, your kids, your family, your interests or hobby about 80% of the time. And the goal would be after six months that we have those flipped. So you're then talking about your business about 80% of the time, and you're talking about your personal life and interests and hobbies and all of that stuff about 20% of the time. Hey, real quick, if you've gotten even one piece of gold from this podcast and you're finally starting to understand how branding and brand strategy is gonna take you to the next level, would you do me a favor and either subscribe or leave us a review? That would be so amazing. Share it with a friend, send it to somebody who needs this, and let's get back to the show. So when it's all said and done, you're going to want to scrub your follower or friend list, like get rid of all the high school people that you don't ever talk to and you have no relationship with and focus on adding and following people who actually would serve as your ICP one, two, and three ideal client profile. So if you're like me and you serve other small business owners, well, go look those up. 
and you want to be able to follow those. So you want to know who exactly are you tracking. So if I'm adding people who don't own businesses and work at corporate jobs and things like that, it's fine if we're just friends, but it's not going to actually advance my goal of using my personal brand to support my business brand and what I call hybrid business and brand. So that's going to help you get the ball going and start it. And just remember, don't take it personally. It's, I know it's easier said than done. Well, I remember when I put my first post out on Facebook, and this was like three years ago, it got like 10 likes. And like one of them was my mother-in-law and like my family. And it was just like, so embarrassing. And I went back to the coaching mastermind I was a part of and I had cried. I wasn't going to tell them that, but I felt like, oh my God, this is never going to work for me. So I asked for counsel from the coaching group. They all encouraged me. They're like, come on, the same thing happened to me. Let's go, Bijel. You got this. Get out there. You're powerful in this group when we see you on the Zoom calls. And so it's going to work on social media. And my resistance was that I didn't want to be seen. I had a fear of visibility. I didn't believe that I would be very likable. I wasn't like popular in school. And so I was scared of literally putting myself out there. But with the encouragement I got from that mastermind, I went back out there and then I posted just a raw and vulnerable story, which I call being radically vulnerable. And I told the story about the time that I got fired from my well-paying job after having two kids, literally because I had a small baby at home who was about to be one and I was breastfeeding. And my employers didn't like it. They didn't like that version of Bijel that wasn't a workhorse who was actually focusing on being a mom to my children. That version wasn't as profitable for them anymore. Literally, I still remember that post. It got over 200 likes and hundreds of comments. So many people started to share their own vulnerable stories of when they were pregnant or they had children that they ended up getting demoted or got fired as well. And that was the first sign, I'm getting goosebumps talking right now, that was the first sign of encouragement that I needed that I got this. It's going to work for me. And even though I was in a shame spiral right after I hit post, it was like, what am I doing? I got to take this thing down. I was able to feel through their sharing back that this was going to be an important message, that I would have to raise myself up and continue to be the leader that I knew I was, but I was hiding from my own calling. And so at first, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel uh, scary. You're going to have crickets. You're going to doubt yourself. You're going to wonder, did you put too much of your ish out there? You're going to also worry, oh, are people going to get tired of hearing from me? Are, am I going to lose my friends and family? And I can tell you from my own personal experience and after coaching hundreds of people from never posting on social to having literally amazing personal brands that bring them in multiple five and six figures of business, that this is the way through and social media and you becoming a omnipresent content creator in time is going to allow you to scale your business without ever spending money on ads. But we're not there yet. We don't have to worry about being an omnipresent content creator. The identity we do need to take on is not I am a content creator, it is I am a value creator. And then when you think about it from that frame and perspective, we all have stories. And your hardest stories, your setbacks are going to become your keynote talk. So I hope this helps you out to get started. Everyone can do this. You do have a personal brand, whether you know it or not. And getting yourself out onto social media is if you just follow 
those simple three steps. Pick one platform, post every day. And if you fall off the horse, get back on. I promise you when you look up in six months, you are going to have developed your personal brand.